Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, October 22nd. What a week, right? The NBA starts up, MLB playoffs in full swing. I believe we had a Thursday night football game. I did not see one play. I followed it briefly on my phone from Dodger Stadium, watching the Dodgers thump. Beat down the Braves. Uh, I'm not going to tell the full story, but just two quick ones before we get to Odell Beckham and the Browns. And yeah, Odell's a story. So traffic in LA, obviously, and we get there a little bit late. I think we got there in the bottom of the second. You know, we get there in like the second, but then you got to walk to your seats and all this. We walk down to our seats. Of course, there's people in our seats that were like, oh, you're here. Sorry. You know, whatever. And... As we're about to sit down, we look up and crack. Single. We're still getting situated. Oh, look at this nice seat. Whack! 
home run. Wow, that was awesome. Next batter, single, another home run. It was like, wow, we arrived at the perfect time. It was just like awesome. So obviously, like like the losery guy that I am, you know, I take a couple photos. I got the new iPhone. It just got delivered yesterday. I uh, hook it up. The camera's ridiculously awesome. So I take some pictures, and then I go to look at them in between innings. And I'm on my phone, and all of a sudden, I hear a commotion, and, you know, you kind of look up a little, and out of the corner of my eye, I see a ball coming right at us, me and the wife. Everybody stands up, and I'm fumbled to put the phone in my pocket. Can't even get both hands up quick enough. And the ball, which Albert Pujols, you know, the in-between innings, basically just like walks off the field and tosses it over the net. The two teenagers in front of me with their parents. Ball goes off their hands, and their dad, sitting right in front of my wife, snags the foul. Not, not really a foul ball, but the ball. And I'm just sitting there just dumbfounded, like, what, what's happening? We just got to the stadium, and all this shit goes down in the first, like, I don't know, eight minutes, ten minutes? It was crazy. And, of course, then I'm kicking myself for not being ready. And I said, okay, can't be on my phone checking Brown scores. Can't look at fantasy. Doesn't matter. I need to lock in in case another ball comes over. So then I think it was, like, the sixth inning. Another ball come, gets tossed over, and the guys right in front of us, the people right next to them. So, like, I could probably reach out and touch the guy if I, you know, was laying down. He gets a ball. And at that point, I'm just like, this is bananas. Absolutely just crazy night at Dodger Stadium. Obviously, the Chris Taylor game, three home runs, Dodgers win. And I told this guy I'd give him a shout-out on the podcast. So we go out to, you know, the stadium club thing to check in. And I have the mask on. And this guy goes, wait a sec, I, I, I know you. And I'm like, I, I don't know you. I just got here. He's like, no, I know you, J-Mac. And then my wife starts cracking up. He's like, oh my gosh, dude, I love your takes. I listen to the pod. I follow you on, on IG. I'm like, are you serious? This guy was not even joking. He's like a huge fan. His name is Donnie. And it's one of those moments where, listen, this, this does not happen. I'm not trying to flex. This does not happen to me a lot. It happens occasionally. It did happen to me at the Laker game. It, it, it happens at like Foot Locker. Anywhere there's a bunch of dudes, this kind of thing happens. Maybe at a bar. It doesn't happen when I'm around hot chicks. It just doesn't. Nobody's listening to this that are females anyway. We've seen the numbers, folks. It's like 93% males. At any rate, it was it was pretty pretty cool of him to say that he likes my takes and blah, blah, blah. And it, Donnie, shout out to you for being a fan and obviously made me look cool in front of the wife. Not that I need it. At any rate, um, let's get to sports. So I don't really think it's worth talking about the NBA. The Bucks lose by 40. This is the NBA. Luka Doncic loses by 20. The Warriors win a thriller. Just want to point out the great Steph Curry, the legendary Steph Curry, second greatest point guard in NBA history. And Rob, I can hear him wanting to jump in and dispute any of this, but it's impossible. Curry opened the season with a trip dub against the Lakers. And in game two, Against the paperclips, he gave him a 45-piece. So, just file it away, the greatness of Steph Curry. Don't, don't doubt him, ever. The league is a better place with Steph Curry in it. Um, now to the NFL, where, yes, we will have picks for the weekend. College football, not many. And NBA, many. Um, in the best bet. Hopefully, I can get you guys some more money after last weekend. Listen, the teasers have been gold. Browns failed us badly last weekend, at any rate. So I'm following this game on my phone, and I keep looking at fantasy, and I'm waiting. Like, oh, okay, Johnson's doing well. That's great. That's cool. 
uh, Felton, hey, touch and go. What's going on with Odell? And then finally, you know, I get home, I see six targets, two catches, 23 yards, and you look at what Odell Beckham has done this year. Got 14 catches on 27 targets. Five games, he's got 203 yards. He does not have a catch over 30 yards. He does not have a touchdown. I'm not besmirching the good name of Odell Beckham, but is he good anymore at football? Is he? I think it's a legitimate question. All of a sudden, you look up Odell Beckham's 28, and he turns 29 here in a minute. This is what's wild. Odell turns 29 in two weeks. Okay? Odell Beckham, all of a sudden, you're like, wait a sec. How long has he been in the league? 2014. He was blowing up with the Giants, 15, blowing up, 16, monster year. And then it all unraveled. I think 2016 was the year they got to the playoffs and the boat trip. And then after that, it's been pretty much all downhill. And Odell Beckham has been hurt. He, under 500 yards last season in Cleveland, doesn't have a touchdown this year. This guy was on a path in his first three years to be one of the greatest of all time. He had 35 touchdowns in the first three years. That's like Moss, Megatron, Jerry Rice type stuff. This should be probably a question in that board game. Um, Shoot, Rob, GM spacing. What's the board game that a bunch of couples play where uh, Trivial Pursuit. I love Trivial Pursuit, not not only because it's fun, because I'm dominant at it. At some point, Odell Beckham's going to be a question. This flashy wide receiver who made the catch came out of LSU, lit the NFL on fire with the Giants, was going to be a superstar. He does not have a playoff win in his career. He's turning 29. Now, he was on the Browns last year, but he was injured and did not play in the Steelers playoff game in which they won. He was on the boat trip right before they went to Green Bay and they got smacked around by the pack. I mean, Odell Beckham, is he a star anymore? I know he's got the Nike contract. He carries himself like a star. People draft him in fantasy. He's probably a top 20 jersey seller in the the NFL. But real talk, is Odell Beckham still a star? And to that, I would say reluctantly yes, but the definition of a star is constantly moving. Like, does this player sell tickets? Yes. Does he sell merch? Yes. Do young, impressionable tweens and teens know who he is? Of course. But where does the production back that up? Certainly not. So I'm sure some people are going to quibble with it. Yes, Odell Beckham is still a star. But I think the bigger question is, is he good at football anymore? I don't know the answer to that. Can he get open? Is he trying to get open? I, I'm telling you, I was at that Browns-Chargers game with some friends, and you could see Odell, when he's not getting the ball, not getting looks, starting to dog it at the line. And late in the game, that final drive, you would, you know, the player, the, the receivers have to run deep routes in the two-minute offense. And every single down, Odell Beckham is walking back to the huddle, taking his time. And you just see like Donovan People Jones, the kid Schwartz, the tight end. They're all on their horse back to the huddle. And Odell's just walking. And I I know he's being a good soldier. I'm not trying to start something. 
But the reality is, I don't know if he's a good football player anymore. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Wow. Now that is a spicy take. When we talked during the uh, pre-show meeting, I wasn't expecting 
something that sizzling. Um, to, let me ask you a question. I do not think he's a star anymore. I, I think that in order to match and become a star, there's a difference between being a celebrity, which he is, and being a star. His production doesn't warrant him being considered a star to me anymore, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, hold on. Let's define star. What is a star? A star is somebody who transcends the sport, which he does, but is also one of the elite players in that sport. And I don't think, whether it's due to injury, whether it's due to being in Cleveland, he is no longer an elite wide receiver. Which is funny because according to at least one metric, I don't know if it's pro football focus or or next-gen stats, I have to look it up, but coming into Thursday night, Odell had been open on 72% of all of his routes beyond five yards, which is the exact same percentage as Devontae Adams, who I think Mm. is the best wide receiver in football. So he's obviously got some skills. He's obviously got some skills. But at some point, production has to matter. And after last night, he has three of five games where he's been held under 30 yards. Since he's been in Cleveland, he's had eight games under 30 yards out of 28, I believe, that he's been able to play. Go back to when he was in New York. It only happened three times in 59 games. So whether there's something in the water, whether it's Baker Mayfield, which you can't blame it on last night because Baker didn't play, there is something amiss with Odell in Cleveland. And if there's anybody who needs a change of scenery, Right now, even though I know that the Browns are still in the hunt, they're still considered a viable playoff team, he's not worth the money they're paying him to not catch balls. He's not an impactful player. Well, and that's the question. Like, if he's a star and they try to trade him, who wants him? Is there any, what's the market for Odell Beckham? If he's legitimately available, if he's, I don't think it's a robust market, dude. I, I, I can tell you Green Bay would go after him. Um, the Raiders would probably go after him. Um, I don't think the Chargers would. I the Chiefs might, you know, because they have this idea that they can keep pushing the cap forward but, year yeah. after year after year and just load up on guys. They just got Josh Gordon. Yeah, it's jo- I mean Josh Gordon. Has, no, but like <laughs> hasn't been good like in seven years. You really think that they can grab him? I think they could think if they wanted to. If if, if he was stunned. legitimately available, I think they could. But the problem is, I think that Cleveland knows that if they were to trade him, they hear the trade deadline coming up here in about two weeks, they'd be taking pennies on the dollar for him because his talent is still there. There's just something that doesn't work with him in Cleveland. There's just something that's that's a miss between well, him and I, that offense. Is it really? Because, I mean, you look at the years and his his production has declined significantly since those first three years. He has not, whether it's health or what, he has not looked like the same player. And I maintain that in the same way that Kyrie Irving completely changed as a player and the perception of him and what he thought of himself after he made the shot in Game 7 against the Warriors. Because remember, when Kyrie Irving was with Cleveland and they stunk and they were winning 25 games, nobody cared about Kyrie Irving. Nobody. Kyrie hits a shot. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Uncle Drew, superstar. This guy, 
amazing. Oh my god! Like, and it all went to his head, and he's just been like, "Get me out of, get me away from LeBron, get me away from Brad Stevens, get me to Brooklyn." Now I'm sitting out. I mean, it's just he's become a diva. And you look at Odell Beckham, and I don't remember any of this behavior at LSU. He gets to New York, was a model citizen, makes the catch, becomes a global sensation, the deal with Nike, and he became a massive diva. And we could say all we want that, oh, yeah, well, he, he, he hasn't erupted. Mount Beckham has not erupted yet this season. Who cares if he's struggling? He's being a good guy. I would I would challenge you to say, is he? Are we sure he's not on the down low going at Baker Mayfield and saying, yo, you got to give me the ball, dude? Are we sure? And Baker's just not keeping that in? Because there's nothing in Odell's DNA the last seven years in the league that says he's going to be cool with this two catch, 25-yard outputs. Making, what does he make it, $10 million a year? a year. Well, it's funny that you say that we, we haven't had the big eruption uh, because this has kind of been a talking point now for about a week and a half, two weeks where people are like, hey, you know, are you okay not getting the ball? You're not putting up the numbers that you're used to. He's been playing the good soldier, but he kind of slipped a little bit last week before they had their game against uh, the Chargers. Someone asked him about his lack of production and, 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 you know, what he feels about it. Here's what he said. He said, quote, I can't sit here and lie like I don't want the ball. Like I tell you every time I get up here, they don't play, they don't pay James Harden for defense. He's a shooter. I feel like I'm a shooter. Now, he cleaned it up later by saying, hey, but you know, as long as we're winning, it's all good. I mean, the Browns are four and three. You know, Baker Mayfield may or may not ever become an elite quarterback, but especially not with a banged up shoulder. You know, he, he's, he's been limited. He's going to need offseason surgery. Kareem Hunt's hurt. Nick Chubb is hurt. One of their tackles is still hurt. Jarvis Landry exited the game last night for a little bit. You know, if they, they lose got Steelers next, next week, week to the to Pittsburgh. Well, by the way, is Pittsburgh going to buy? Oh, I think they, they might be. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, oh, man, that's bad news. So if they lose next week, oh, it's boy. it's possible, you know, that, that maybe they say, hey. Well, it, it's also interesting, Rob, that last year— Baker goes down with, I'm sorry, Odell goes down with the injury. They still get to the playoffs. They win a game in the playoffs without Odell. It's like, oh, you're 11, sorry, your $15 billion receiver maybe isn't that instrumental. And again, I've maintained, like, look at the Chiefs. Like, honestly, guys, Tyreek Hill was not Tyreek Hill when he got to the league. Okay, he's built by Pat. Pat Mahomes made Tyreek Hill. Now, I'm, I'm curious, Rob, if... Tyreek Hill goes to the Detroit Lions. Is he Tyreek Hill? No, no. That's the Lions. I mean, come on. What if he goes to the uh, New York Giants? No, they don't. Have I a can't believe you had to think they about that. Oh Miami no. Dolphins. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, give me I'm, someone with at least like an average quarterback. Then it'd be a good discussion. Kirk Cousins in the Vikings. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Look what he did to Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he's been all right with some receivers. I don't think he's, you know, it, it all really, caps Tyreek Hill, but fit. he's pretty good. Yeah, we underestimate fit a lot. You know? Uh, Kyler Murray plus Cliff Kingsbury. Smashing success. Jer- uh, McVay plus Stafford. Just winning. Some of these work. 
it doesn't totally feel like Odell fits in Cleveland, you know? Cleveland, kind of a blue-collar town, hardworking, bring your lunch pail. I think of the Browns, I think of like Smash Mouth, late 80s, Bernie Kosar, Ernest Biner, Kevin Mack, rugged teams. Not prima donna wide receivers. Like Webster Slaughter, guys who are going to go over the middle, catch a tough six-yard slant, get jacked, get right back up, and go down the field. Like I think of uh, as toughness. Cleveland's a tough city. Is Odell Beckham tough? I'm not saying he's soft. Saying he just doesn't strike me as tough. But uh, I, I think this is a real concern for the Browns. You know, trade deadline coming up, big game against Pittsburgh. Quarterback banged up. Like nothing's lining up for Odell and the Browns this year. But uh, we shall see. I guess the Broncos. Rob, I didn't watch I, the highlights that I saw overnight. You know. Teddy Bridgewater looked okay. Nothing special. I mean, they did not really generate any offense until the second half when they were down uh, 10-0. But, like, this Denver team is just going backwards. Was it the Browns' D or the Denver offense? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's never been known as a guy who really stretched the field. And, um, you know, so Cleveland didn't really have to have that threat of getting beat deep. Yeah. And... Um, you know the front, the front of Cleveland made him a little bit uncomfortable. It looked like uh, I think Bridgewater got banged up a little bit, but not so much where you think he'd be totally like hindering him as a quarterback. He's just, yeah. you know, he's not the kind of guys. He's he's very Baker Mayfield in that regard, where because you know Cortland Sutton can fly down the field too. It just you know Baker did. I mean, Teddy doesn't throw him the ball that deep that often. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, that kind of wraps up a, I would say, moderately interesting Thursday night in sports. This weekend should be a good one. Uh, important baseball, important uh, soccer, you know, to some people. Uh, a little scoff. <laughs> the NFL schedule is a little wacky, but as you're about to find out in the best bet, this could be a chaotic weekend. And without further ado, let's start the best bet. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. It's a weird week in the NFL. I'm going to start with the NFL and then we'll go to college. Last week, the public won big. So the public cleaned up. The books took a beating. Every teaser, every parlay hit. What does that mean? Think about this. Public is flush with cash. Big winnings last week. What are they going to do? Are they smart and disciplined and they're going to pocket it and invest it and put it in their 401k? What are they going to IRAs? What are they doing? What do you think they're doing? They're coming right back. Oh, I got this. I understand this market. I'm going to come in and crush. And look at the week that they picked if they decide to come back in heavy this week. For my opinion, this is a week you be very careful. You tread cautiously. This is an ugly one. You know one of the cardinal rules if you've been listening to this pod, you you know, read my stuff, followed me way back to the big lead and all that. Double-digit favorites are risky as hell in the NFL. Extremely. There's four of them this week. Okay? Four. If you're going into... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and spot Houston 18 points. Like, uh, I'm, that's risky, folks. The Rams... That was 13 and a half. It's up to 16 and a half. Probably going to touch 17 here soon. <coughs> I mean, it's just, this is really a super dangerous week. Um, Tampa Bay, also a massive favorite. Actually, no, there's only three double-digit favorites now. It looks like Green Bay came off the 10 and is down to eight. Interesting. So when you remove those, you've got the teams coming off the buy, or teams on the buy. You remove the Thursday night football. What are you left with? 
I have a big I, I, for my um, the four million dollar contest for one of my new processes is I go through each game and I either put okay I'm gonna look deeper into this uh, there might be a, a side here or uh uh-uh, uh stay away and I'm telling you I've looked at every angle of Cincinnati Baltimore um, a lot of the professional gamblers seem divided on this one a lot of guys like Cincinnati and then you look at Baltimore and you're like come on are you really taking the Bengals here on the road? What is this going to go down to six or up to seven? Like I, I just have a big red X by that. I, I kind of sort of think that since he's going to end up being a public dog on the road against the Ravens, um, just think about this before you put money on the Bengals, Zach Taylor against John Harbaugh. Like this is a guy, Zach Taylor. And I don't want to hear like, well, he didn't have players. Now he's got players. You do realize they're scraping by in close games and losing to the Packers after they lost uh, Jair Alexander, right? They they crushed the Lions last week. That's fine. I was way off on that. Um, I thought the Lions would have a chance. You know, they, they showed well against Jacksonville in the second half after they should have been down 21-0, uh, bungling the fourth of one. Like, I, I like Cincinnati this season. I don't like them here. So that's a, that's a pass for me. Carolina favored by three. I, I kind of want to take Carolina, but the injuries are just unbelievable on both sides. And then it, then you think, wait, say this out loud. Carolina's favored by three on the road. Carolina has lost three in a row. Their best player, McCaffrey's out. Their best defender, or maybe second best defender, Shaq Thompson. We don't know if he's going to go. Like, are we taking Sam Darnold on the road as a favorite? As a dog? If he's getting points, sure, yeah, I'll take Sam Darnold getting points. So you start going through these games, there's just a lot of X's. And one of the I, I, I really like two games a lot. The two I loaded up on this week. Number one is Kansas City. Yes, I know. Barf City. Jason, what are you doing? You're crazy. It, just just remember, the Bills on Monday night were either six, six and a half, seven point favorites in Tennessee. Six days later, Kansas City goes into Tennessee and they are four and a half point favorites. Does that mean that Buffalo on a neutral field is favored over Kansas City and Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid? I don't think so. And I know I know Buffalo just beat them. That's fine. I get that. You know, we're not going to mention the weather or Chris Jones. Buffalo outplayed them thoroughly there. The turnovers were significant, obviously, but in no way, shape, or form is Buffalo that much better than Kansas City. I, I, I think this is a little bit low. I do think when you talk about the Titans celebrating after that win on Monday, Derrick Henry had 20 carries. You know, the defensive injuries are mounting. They've got cluster injuries in the secondary. They're number two cornerback. They're number three cornerback. Both out. I mean, you you just look at what Josh Allen did. What do you think Mahomes is going to do? Now, there, of course, listen, nothing is a lock. Tyreek Hill is injured. We haven't, we don't know what's up with him, but Chris Jones is back uh, for for Kansas City. I I think the Chiefs win this one fairly handily. Feels like maybe a 38 23. Uh, 41, 27, something like that. But I, th- I like Kansas City favored by four and a half. And the other one I like kind of a lot is the, uh, oh boy, Philadelphia Eagles getting three on the road. And I, I looked at this one deep for Fox in the column and the Raiders have kind of killed me this year. Rob G's Raiders took me out. I had Baltimore in the opener. I had Pittsburgh the following week. I had Broncos last week. But there is a common denominator in all those games. The Raiders were underdogs three and one against the spread as underdogs what happens with their favorites 
Any idea? Uh, you want to take a guess? Yeah, they don't deliver. Did not cover against Miami. Did not cover against Chicago. Lost that one outright. Oh, and now they're coming off a huge divisional win. You know, the first game without Gruden. And they're facing the Eagles, and they're favored. And I know you probably don't think the Eagles are that good, but remember, Lane Johnson's been out personal reasons for a few weeks. He returns. Now you get your original offensive line back. They had put uh, Mylotta, the guy they gave a ton of money to, their left tackle. They had to move him to right because Dillard can't play right. He can only play left. And the line was doing a musical chairs thing. Lane Johnson comes in. They should do a fine job against Max Crosby. And it's funny because after Crosby, who, by the way, has been a terror, he's leading the league in quarterback hits, hurries. I mean, he killed Teddy Bridgewater last week multiple times. And I just look at this Raiders defense, and I'm like, Jalen Hurts is going to be fine against them. He's going to be fine. Remember, yeah, Jalen Hurts was bottled up by the Bucks for three quarters. He is a backdoor king coming in there heavy winning everybody money last Thursday. But then you also look at like the Eagles defense kind of couldn't get any pressure against Tampa. Great offensive line. Dallas, great offensive line. Oh, have you looked at the Raiders O-line? It is terrible. A bottom six unit in the league. I think bottom seven unit in the league. They're playing terribly. And what happened last week or a couple weeks ago when the Eagles faced a bad offensive line, not a good one like the Bucks or Cowboys, but a bad one like Carolina. Oh, three sacks of Darnold, six tackles for loss, eight quarterback hits. This is an Eagles defensive front that's pretty good. Now, I do have concerns of linebackers. I don't think they stand much of a chance against uh, the kid uh, Waller, who's going to be a machine. But on the outside, Slay, big play Slay, he's doing, he's having a good season. Nelson, the former Steelers quarterback, they're playing well. Um, hopefully they can hang with third and Renfro and... Uh, the burner rugs. So I, I think the Eagles have a chance to win this outright. I, I just I don't think that highly of the Raiders' defense nor their offensive line. Trenches are big. I took the Eagles getting three. Those are my two that I feel best about. After that, um, you know, I know we touched on Sam Darnold a couple times. Panthers-Giants, I think one of the more obvious bets this week is the under on that. If you look at the Giants' injury report, it's brutal. This line was at 45. It's down to 43. I still think this one goes under. I, I mean, it, it's going to take like, you know, a pick six or two, a fumble stri- strip sack of Darnold, which entirely could happen. You know, Danny Dimes is always uh, potential for that. But I, uh, I, I'm i I'm kind of on the under there. And then the other one, I, the other side I like, and this is, again, this is not going to be popular here, but I like, for some reason, the 49ers coming off a bye here at home against the Colts. And everybody's back on the Colts, right? They saw them kind of dominate the Ravens for three quarters before choking. And then they saw them kill the Texans. You know, what are you supposed to do against bad teams? Beat them. And they did that. And they're like, oh, Carson Wentz only has one turnover this season. He's playing great. And now T.Y. Hilton back. Uh, Hold up. T.Y. Hilton hurt after playing one game. Not at practice earlier this week. Don't know if he's going to be back. And why do we not know if he's going to be back? Well, what game do you think the Colts value more? Traveling across the country to play San Fran, out of division, out of conference, or next week's huge rematch with the Titans. A couple weeks ago, Titans took them down 25-16, and the Colts' only path to the playoffs is through the division. There's no shot at a wild card. None. It's not happening. AFC's way too strong. So now you're like, oh, well, you know, the right tackle, uh, which is Smith, he's dinged up, doesn't look like he's a go. Quentin Nelson might come back, or he's a week away. But either way, 
If you're on the fence, why not hold the guy out an extra week so he's 100% for your huge divisional match with Tennessee? Just picture this. Tennessee loses to the Chiefs. Colts say, oh my goodness. Regardless of what happens against San Fran, if we're able to win against Tennessee next week at home, we're right there in the mix for the division. And and and, and again, I'm not, not saying anybody's throwing a game, but if you're not 100%, you sit out, right? T.Y. Hilton, we'll see what happens. Smith, we'll see. And Quinton Nelson, we don't know, though he is back at practice. They did lose another defensive back. They only have three safeties on the entire roster right now due to injuries. Colts are really banged up. Of course, on the opposite side, you got the Niners with uh, Jimmy G coming back. Trent Williams, their left tackle, who Pro Football Focus has as the number one graded left tackle this season. He's injured. <coughs> Kinlaw on the defensive line is hurt. I just, what has been the, the Colts' strength uh, this season? The dump-offs to Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, those guys are really carrying them in the pass game. The screen game is strong. But it looks great against Baltimore and their weak linebackers. Good luck against the Niners linebackers, who just happen to be, according to Football Outsiders, fourth-best defending running backs as pass catchers this season. And, and if you look closely, Hines and... Uh, Jonathan Taylor are tied for third in the Colts in receiving. So Carson Wentz loves a good check down. That's his bailout. I can see the Niners defense coming through big here, winning in the trenches, and Jimmy G coming through. The only thing I don't like is the line. Three and a half. It's come down off four to three and a half. I, I, I'm leaning toward the Niners. I would, I would toss them in a teaser. And, you know, I'll wrap up the NFL with this. This is another great week for teasers. I know it's tough to stay on the sideline. Maybe you've got Survivor, you've got Fantasy, and you say, you know what, I'm just going to really do a couple teasers. I'll tell you the teasers that I really like. The Rams, which I have a feeling they're moving it up to 17, partially for teaser protection, because everybody does a seven-point teaser. Well, you land on 10, there's not no value there. We know on the teaser rules you want to go through three and seven, because those are the key numbers that NFL games land on dating back many, many years. If you can get the right, you might have to bump it up to an eight-point teaser. But the Rams, at a, if you can get it down to a touchdown, I, you just got to love that. Um, I don't love the big number because, again, it's not a great idea long-term, double digits, and to go against teams like the Lions who are winless. And, oh, yeah, they lost by like 25 points last week. They will give a max effort this week. You'd be, usually these teams bounce back. These are professionals, millionaires. They don't just stay down unless we're talking about historically bad teams. I don't think the Rams are there. Um, so I would put the Rams in a teaser. I like Baltimore. Uh, as I said earlier, I don't like a side there, but I would, you know, you tease Baltimore down to a pick or getting a point or whatever. Baltimore for sure. Tampa, Lock City in a teaser. I actually might put Tampa in the contest. I just, with no run game, right? The Bucks have the number one run defense, fewest rushing yards allowed this season. Justin Fields is going to go out and get you, what, 21 points? You see that happening? I, on what planet is Justin Fields against a great defensive front? moving the football down the field. Now, I know the secondary is susceptible, but, you know, we thought that against uh, about Matt Ryan. We thought that about uh, Jacoby Brissett. And what happened? Tampa at home has destroyed bad teams. Let's be real. The Bears are not a good team, folks. So you tease uh, Bucks from like 12 and a half down to, I don't know, if you get four? Can you get uh, four and a half? I just, I, I think there's no scenario where the Bucks with extra rest, don't win this game by uh, at least a touchdown. Um, 
but I, I would not be shocked if they won this one like 38, 17. They're just so much, they're better against really bad teams. And just remember, Todd Bowles, pretty smart defensive guy against a rookie quarterback. Um, big edge to Tampa. And of course, Green Bay is one that I like as a teaser as well. You teasing the Packers down to just winning at home. Uh, I think I saw a stat that Aaron Rodgers uh, is something along the lines of, even as a, a double-digit favorite, straight up at home, he's like 22-2. and two. So just winning the games. And they can win with the ground game with Dylan and um, Aaron Jones. They can win through the air with Devontae Adams. Washington, again, before you consider, hey, the line's moving. People are betting Washington. I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't. Go look at the injury report. Right side of the offensive line, injured. Antonio Gibson, injured. He may play. McLaurin, injured. He may play. Like, they're so banged up. The secondary's terrible. I Under no circumstances would I uh, take Washington here. Uh, I know people aren't going to like it, but for me, it's Packers or pass, and definitely Packers in a teaser. Uh, so those are my NFL picks uh, for the week. College football, it's kind of a weak slate. I would, I would uh, advise to mostly stay away from the ugly games. Uh, if you look at the top 10, almost every uh, top 10 team is favored by like three touchdowns or more. Big, big uh, weekend or passing. I will say I took a chance. My first bet on Clemson this season. It's so funny how far they've fallen. Clemson basically a tire fire this season. 0-6 against the spread against FBS teams. Remember, this is a team that's been to the playoff five years in a row. Uh, it's just, it's unbelievable how bad they've been, but they're off a bye week. They're getting points. Most of these losses have been as favorites. They're getting points at Pittsburgh. And this either feels like Pittsburgh exacting a couple years of revenge against Clemson for epic beatdowns the last couple years, or Clemson flexes and says, Hey, we're not dead yet. I have a feeling, um, Dabo's got something cooked up. If you can get the hook getting three and a half Clemson, come on, you got to take that. So I, I, I like Clemson. Keep an eye on the uh, total. Total also coming down a little bit. Uh, it never hurts if, if you're on the dog and the under. Uh, and the other game I like, let me see here. Um, Clemson was one, and the other was, oh, Iowa State, favored by seven. I know people are going to be surprised. I gave out Oklahoma State last week. Uh, I, Texas against Oklahoma State. Texas was a winner for about a quarter and a half, Lock City, about to go up 24-3, and then it just imploded. Unbelievable. But I'm taking Iowa State favored by seven at home, and I like UCLA favored against Oregon, kind of a big Pac-12 game if such a thing exists. So meager slate in college football. But the NFL, I'm just saying, be careful. A lot of big spreads. Just because you won money last week, you don't have to fire it all back. Gamble safely. Have a great weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.